Time now for the business news with Ananzaki. Kia ora, Anan in Air New Zealand has made a big loss, but it's forecasting brighter skies ahead. Kia ora, Mani. Yes, Air New Zealand has posted an increased loss, but below expectations as it readies for a significant improvement as travel recovers. Its headline lost more than double to $591 million, but stripping out one-off costs, the underlying loss of $725 million was less than expectations. Overall revenue was up 9%, driven by increased cargo volumes. The airline's chief executive, Greg Foran, sees the high fuel costs are causing headwinds, but passenger demand is recovering well. The domestic is almost back to, pretty much is back to where we were pre-COVID right at the moment. So, so that's quite robust and along with that we're seeing a good return to business travel. And then international continues to, to gather momentum and gather strength and you know, Australia is strong, Pacific Islands are strong, America continues to, to gather strength. We of course are into New York in three weeks time. Really the only area that's a bit slower at the moment is Asia and that's reflective of the sort of settings that are, are still operating in many of those countries up there. That's Air New Zealand Chief Executive Greg Foran. The company's forecasting business for this year will be 75% to 80% of pre-COVID levels. Sky TV profits have jumped as it increased revenue and subscribers, giving it room to resume dividends and return capital to shareholders. The company's profit for the year ended June rose 41% to $62 million, which include gains from a property sale. Revenue for the year rose 3.5% as it earned more from subscribers and its streaming services. The result means a return to a full-year dividend and plans to return $70 million to shareholders through a buyback. Chief Executive Sophie Maloney says the result is a turning point for future growth. It's all about having more customers enjoy our content, whether it's via free-to-air or free-to-access, right through to from Neon to Skysport now to the full Skybox service. Uh, we want to see further customer growth and revenue growth, and we see that coming through at the start of this financial year. Ultimately, we know we're a choice. We need to be able to deliver for our customers, and in turn, that sees us having that confident return to dividends uh, at the end of FY23 as well. That's Sky TV Chief Executive Sophie Maloney. Casino operator Sky City has reported a vastly reduced underlying profit as COVID ravaged its operations, but sees business is returning. Its headline full-year loss was nearly $34 million. Last year, it was $156 million profit. Stripping out one-off items, its underlying profit was $9.7 million, barely a tenth of the year before, but in line with guidance. Earnings were savaged by the flagship Auckland Casino being closed for 107 days in the first half. Chief Executive Michael Ahern eyes a return to pre-COVID earnings. We're seeing domestic visitation levels get back to that pre-COVID activity levels. Um, We're seeing the weekends in particular. We're seeing really strong weekend activity across all of our our properties. I think it'll take some time before international activity kicks in. You know, um, know, we had a cruise ship in in Auckland uh, recently, uh, which was the first one in a long, long time. So we're looking forward to seeing international visitation visitation recover over over the coming year and beyond. Michael O'Hearn says online gaming is a more significant part of earnings, but doubts the overseas high-roller gambling business will return to the way it was. 
Channel infrastructure for the former refining NZ says its first half profit shows the impact of its change in business. Profit was $17.2 million compared with the previous year's loss of almost $5 million. Revenue rose, nearly, revenue rose to nearly $30 million as it wound down and shut the Marsden Point refinery in the first three months and became a fuel import facility. Chief Executive Naomi James says earnings are tracking to forecast and next year's underlying profit should be at the top of expectations. She says the oil refinery's transition to an import-only terminal has gone to plan. We've completed our transition from refinery to import terminal operations safely and to plan. Uh, and our new business is now delivering strong earnings and cash flow from the long-term contracts we have in place, which gives us a clear line of sight and, and confidence in recommencing dividends for our shareholders from the start of next year. Naomi James says the company is working on developing growth opportunities to support fuel security and decarbonisation. Honeymaker and exporter Comvita has lifted its full-year profit by more than a third to $12.8 million as it overcame COVID disruptions to supply chains and major markets such as China. Revenue rose 9% with growth in key export markets, China and North America, and a rise in online sales and its margins. Chief Executive David Banfield says the company is seeing the benefits of a changed business approach. You know, we have a business model which is higher margin but higher reinvestment back into our brand. We invest in science, we invest in uh, patents, we, we invest in know-how just to make sure that people that we can prove the efficacy of our products. And there'll be more from Comvita's result in the rural news after the 12.30 headlines. Well, time now for an update from the markets, and we're joined by Ed Glenny of Hobson Wealth. Good afternoon, Ed. Afternoon, Ireland. Well, another busy day with company announcements. How's the local share market looking? It has been a busy morning, but look, the market is actually remarkably flat, so we're only up one point on yesterday, so it's 11,656. Uh, in the order of, of the bulletin, so Air New Zealand is off one cent, so 67 cents, down about one and a half percent. Sky TV is currently up eight, so, so the market reacted strongly to that, up three percent, so is at two dollars sixty-seven. Uh, Sky City is down two cents to two ninety-two, and then we have Channel Infrastructure. The market liked that result; that was up four cents, currently at a dollar thirty. And lastly, Convita up 10 cents to $3.40 a share. Excellent. Can we just get a headline Australian index there? Headline for the S&P ASX 200 is uh, 7,031 points, up around half a percent on yesterday's close. OK, we'll now go to the New Zealand dollar. So New Zealand dollar is buying uh, 89.4 cents Australian, 61.9 US for cents, uh, 84.73 Japanese yen, 0.524 against the British pound, and finally 0.62 against the euro. And that leaves us with interest rates, oil and gold. Three-month bank bills are 3.45%. 10-year government bonds are 3.843%. West Texas Intermediate... Uh, is currently 95.25 US dollars a barrel. And lastly, spot gold is up slightly at $1,752 US an ounce. 
Thank you very much, Ed Glenny of Hobson Wealth. And we'll bring you a wrap of the day's news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Marnie, that's business.